Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're listening to the award winning Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I love the idea of there being words that we don't say. Bad words. I'm not talking about racial slurs or offensive terms for groups of people because those are words that are born out of oppression and fuckery and things like that. I mean swear words, like fuck, for example. I love it. It's one of my favourite words. But even so, I don't say it in front of my mum because it's a bad word. And I I don't want to clip across the ear. But the place I was working asked me to stop swearing in the office in case there were clients listening and it offended them. Why? I said. Do they not know those words? Yeah, they do, but you shouldn't use them in the office. It's not professional behaviour. Aha, I said, seeing the flaw in his logic. Everything I do is professional behaviour because I'm a professional and it is me what is doing it. To which he replied, not anymore, you're not. Get your stuff and fuck off. Not the worst firing I've had, to be honest. And I consoled myself in the knowledge that on the way out I grabbed a box of Sharpies and three packs of post-it notes, so, you know, I win. I remember the first time I used a bad word. It was at my brother, because of course it was. He probably annoyed me by doing something childish, which, you know, was understandable since we were both children at the time. I could feel all this frustration building up inside me and there's no way I could express it at him without calling him the worst word I knew. The feeling of, like, relief and shock as it left my mouth was intense and quite exciting. Of course, then his eyes got really big and he did that gleeful younger brother thing of shouting, Mom! Scott just called me a pig! And I got shouted at and sent to my room. We were a very polite family. Rude words weren't really allowed. At least, not when I was younger. As my brother grew up, my parents were a lot less strict with him. It's the kind of mindset that parents get, I suppose, when they realise that despite their best efforts, the first child's a bit of a dick, and if strict rules didn't help on him, there's no point bothering to try them on the second one. But anyway, upsetting my mum aside, we don't say words like fuck because they're impolite somehow, as if fucking is worse than shagging or boning or banging, even though they all mean the same thing. A phrase like, go forth and multiply, is acceptable, weirdly, in polite conversation, but saying fuck off would not be, despite both meaning the same thing. Your Honour, the defendant advised my client that he should attempt to forcibly insert the contract into his rectum. Actually, Your Honour, I said he could stick it up his arse. There's no difference in sentiment in either case, but somehow the idea that polite people could only use gentler language is quite sweet. I can just see some genteel old lady gasping and needing a nostril full of smelling salts after hearing words stronger than flipping heck. And what counts as a swear, or at least indelicate language, has changed over time too. In one of the Sherlock Holmes stories, a policeman apologises to the gentleman detective for using the phrase running like stink. As if a true gentleman's sensibilities would be so offended at the idea of something happening at the speed of stink. The other night, I was having a with my friends Adam and Steve. We'd been at it for an hour or so, and I was just about to go for another round when Steve his all over both of us. It went everywhere. The three of us were dripping. It was up the walls. 
I think Adam even got some in his eye, took us ages to mop it up, and I wouldn't be surprised if that sofa smells funny for quite a while. And you know, the fact that I said we were having a drink and Steve spilled his beer doesn't matter because it sounds a lot dirtier because your brain thinks, ah, that must be a naughty word, and tries to fill in from the context. Anyway, we all laughed about that, and then we fucked like rabbits. It's the same in print, really. Respectable publications would always write F star star K, or sh hyphen T, rather than use the full word. But since we all already know what the word is, it doesn't make any difference. The argument that they don't want to offend a more sensitive reader doesn't make sense. If seeing the whole word written down would make someone clutch at their pearls, then why doesn't three quarters of the word do the same thing? Especially as we all fill in the missing letters like a sweary crossword. And the opposite is true too, like when something without swearing takes on an additional layer of meaning because our brains like to add things. The Yorkshire County Fair today was interrupted by a streaker. The man vaulted the barrier and ran naked through the show. He was pursued by a policeman who very nearly grabbed him by the sprouts, but was eventually apprehended when a nearby farmer kicked him in the cabbage patch. (laughs) I grew up watching the two Ronnies, so stuff like this is always hilarious to me. I'm not saying we should swear more, just that the dancing around swear words amuses me. Personally, I would much prefer it if there were more colourful euphemisms for things anyway. The more oblique, the better. Well, he's been uh, growing stripy parsnips since the 80s. Or one of my nan's favourites, which was, she's no better than she ought to be. Which, thinking about it, should mean that she knows she's pretty good. But apparently this was an insult, so who knows. It was weird actually growing up in the late 90s in a small mining town. Attitudes towards being gay were slowly changing, but still kids at school would rarely use the real words instead, going for illusions. Well, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's on other bus, was one of my favourites. Along with, honestly, you want to watch that one? He's a bit of an uphill gardener. Absolutely no idea where that one came from. It's a great image, though. I've always loved it. Talking of great images. I remember once a girl in the sixth form asking me about being gay, saying, Eh, you don't want to get your back gate kicked in, do you? That's gross. Which was a bit rich coming from her, since we all knew she didn't have a back gate so much as a revolving door. My favourite example of a bad word at the moment is cook which is used by the far-right alpha male tiny dick brigade to mean a weak man, I think. It comes from the old word cuckold, which means, loosely, a man whose wife is getting her sexy times elsewhere. To be honest, I don't see the issue with that. There's times when I can't even be asked to have a wank, let alone satisfy someone else sexually. If I were in a relationship, the idea of outsourcing the odd sexy time, of saying to my loved one, off your pop, let me know when you're done and I'll put the kettle on. Go on, shoo. It's quite appealing. I'm all for it. And, you know, it wouldn't have to be every time. Sometimes I might want to join in a bit. Or at least hold the camera. This was Probably True, the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you liked what you've heard, you could share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad. Come at me, bro. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.